From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, Sociology is the exploration of Chicago culture, history, legends, stories, and fiction through a myriad of discussions with Chicagoans themselves. So we just gonna get right into it. Uh, we got G. Harris, we got an issue of building. So um, 2011, you know, mm-hmm. Derek Poo mm-hmm. Rose, he, he won most valuable player, you know, led the Bulls to the number one mm-hmm. seed in the East, best record in the mm-hmm. NBA that year. Um, you know, uh, went to the Eastern Conference Finals, ran into, you know, LeBron and the Heatles. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we know, we lost. Uh, so did LeBron too. He lost eventually, but you know. yeah, so, <laughs> you know. So, so yo, I see, I see what type of energy we started off with already. I just, you know, oh. just gotta, we gotta state the facts. <laughs> just gotta state the facts. So mm-hmm. I just want we gonna allow the floor for Nush, the Miami native, the Miami Heat fan, on this um, segment of reverse psychology. Um, <laughs> To let us know why she believed LeBron James, the second greatest player of all time. Um, I'll give you that. I agree with that. Okay. Deserved the MVP in 2011. Nush, you have the floor. Okay. So this whole MVP thing, especially this year, people don't really have a standard definition as to what it is. For some people, it's the best player on the best team. For some people, it's the person who's has, who's having the best statistical season. For some people, it's who ha- who's doing the most of the least. Um, so we really don't have a, a, a universal agreed upon definition. Now, my case for LeBron is not a knock on Derrick Rose because I think he had, on his own, he had a great case for MVP. So in, in and of itself, he deserved MVP. But my reason, among many, as to why I feel like <laughs> LeBron James should have won MVP is that first, let's start with the obvious, the narrative. MVP is also a big narrative award. You'll watch the NBA before the season even starts. You'll watch preview shows and they'll tell, tell, start telling you, oh, for, for example, for Russell Westbrook won. It was first year without KD. It was already implanted in your mind. He's MVP. So basically, it's, it was his award to do. Same thing with James Harden. And so I feel like when LeBron left for Miami, mm-hmm. he was instantly hated. He was piled upon by the by fans, by the media. And so... As the season progressed, you would hear commentators, you would hear other people say, oh, man, look at this guy. He can't win, so he had to go jump ship with his big bro D-Wade and learn how to win. And so there, he, he had all the case against him starting off before he had a chance to even perform and be objectively assessed as to whether or not he deserved MVP. Now, we can go to the numbers. Now, I'm not a fan of numbers only for MVP award. I don't think that's the only metric you should use to, de- to determine who wins MVP. But Derrick Rose averaged, I believe it was 25 yep. points that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron James was 26.7, almost 27. He averaged 7.5 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose, I believe, was 4.1. Yep. And the most glaring statistic was that Derrick Rose shot 44% about from the field that season, which is the second lowest for any MVP award winner ever. Now, the only other person is AI. AI is one of my favorite players, so I, I ain't trying to take a knock at mm-hmm. AI when AI won it in 2001. That's the only other player who shot lower or around the same for an MVP award winner. 
Now, around the assist, they, I think they had around the same. They were like seven. I think their rule was at 7.7. 7. Uh, yeah. LeBron was at seven. So around, they were around the same, but Rose died at his eight to be assist. So if we're looking at the numbers, people make the argument like, well, he can't win MVP because he had Wade and he had Bosch. So, of course, you can't give the MVP as somebody who had two other All-Stars by him. However, the case can also be made that the fact that LeBron had two other All-Stars, there is no reason why he had to have, he shouldn't have numbers that are comparable and better than the Derrick Rose, who people made the argument that he was playing with nobody. But I'm going to get to the nobody argument, too, because I don't believe he was playing with nobody. <laughs> but that's what y'all said. The Bulls fans said, like, oh, he didn't have no Bosch. He had no way. He was playing all with nobody. Famous. But although the nobodies was playing with somehow had the best defensive rating that year, uh, they had three members of that team on who got a defensive player of the year votes. I mean, let me tell y'all. Luol Deng was in the top 10 for uh, defensive player of the year that year. Um, Joe Kim Noah, I think it was somewhere in the top 15. And doggone Keith Bogans. <laughs> I was wondering who the third one was going to be. Keith Bogans was in the top 20 of defensive player of the year voting that year. So defense is a huge part of the team's success. And I would argue that the Chicago's Bulls' success Rose was a big part. He was the driving force. He was the go-getter. But the defense that they had that year Please. was a huge part as to why they had that 62-20 and 20 record. Now, the Miami Heat's defense was no slouch now. I ain't trying to say that we, we, we ain't played no defense. However, this narrative that Derrick Rose was just out here by himself is a huge miss with when you have three players, one of which people most people don't know by name, Finishing in the top 20 in defensive player of the year rankings. Now, I got some more, but I'm going to let my boy go because I ain't <laughs> trying to take up all the air time. <laughs> Are you good? So, um, you, you made me want to go get my notepad. Like, you, <laughs> notes, you said a lot of, you said a lot of good things. You said a lot of good things. Now, I'm going to just, you know, off back to me, Rose won the MVP. He should have won the MVP. So, we just gonna put that out there, but I want to come at you too, and I'm I'm a uh, I'm agree with you on more than you think. Now, when we when you talked about at the beginning about the MVP award, it's kind of you know the best team, best player, best best player on the best team. You know everything's kind of changed. It, it, nothing is really consistent. So I agree with you on that one, but. Uh, I was looking at the former MVPs and I'm going to just, I know 2011 was Derrick Rose. I don't want to go too far ahead to get too current, but prior to that, when you look at the former MVPs, everybody that won it was like on the best team that year. Mm-hmm. Now you had Dirk, I mean, Steve Nash, a little questionable, you know, Shaq, I think Shaq should have won. Shaq should have won I one of those. Or maybe even Kobe, or maybe even Kobe won them. Shaq or Kobe, one of them. Yep. So we, we can we can fight on that one. But LeBron, uh, Dirk, KG, Tim Duncan, all the way down to AI, those are probably the best players that year. Now, I'm also going to throw one at you, too. It's uh, Russell Westbrook. When you was talking about uh, field goal percentage, when he won MVP, he was at 42%. Oh, so man. So he he's actually lower than, um, than, Rose. than Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's going ahead, you know, past the Rose year. But, you know, just, you know, something to think about. Now, 
I also looked at I looked at some other stuff. So I looked at the MVP voting. So LeBron came in third that year. Mm-hmm. And and Dwight. It was Dwight. Dwight wow. came in second. Yeah, I know that. I was a little surprised by that. Now, I do agree with you that when LeBron went to the Heat, he was the enemy. Okay, so he was already kind of back. He was villain step. Bron. Villain Bron. Yeah, he was villain Bron. So he did have to, he, he went back a step before he even got on the court. So I will give you that. But you needed the right player on the right team to actually push him out of that position. And that was Rose because they had the best record in the league, I believe. They, they were 62 and 20. Mm-hmm. So they had the best record in the league. And it took a jump because in the prior year before that, they were 41 and 41. Damn. So they, they got 21 more victories in the prior year. Okay. So they took a jump. I believe we signed Carlos Boozer, and they kind of reshaped the team, kind of similar to what the Bulls did this year. They kind of reshaped the team in the offseason. Now, uh, we got Carlos, you know, you had Joe Kim, Luau. So you had a solid team. But we ain't going to get on here and act like any of them players are superstars. <laughs> we ain't going to act like Keith Bogans and, uh, you know, Luau was that deal. That whole – that whole team was built around Tibbs, to me. Tibbs' defensive, um, defensive system made that team what it was because when I look at John Morant, all I look at it, with the team now, I think of the Chicago Bulls when the MVP year rose. But I'm probably giving them too – I'm probably taking um, – giving too much credit to them because the Grizzlies can still beat your team in the playoffs. Without Rose, if Rose go down, that's true. They were they wasn't really winning, but they were winning, and that was kind of because of the defensive system. You saw so, what they did to go to state last night. Granted, go to state yeah. took, took a Dude, night. That off game was still. ugly. It was ugly. It was ugly. <laughs> yeah, but when I look at Rose, it was Rose's um, third NBA season. The mm-hmm. jump that he took from the first to the second, second to the third, it was a dramatic jump, and everything revolved around him on that team. They were going to win or lose because of Rose. And he played 81 games that year, I believe, 81 games. So I just feel like when you look at that year, Rose, you know, we went over stats, 25, 4, and 8, you know what I'm saying? So it really wasn't the stats because some people had better stats than him that year. You know, it was, it was mm-hmm. the jump. It was the jump in the wins because I think back then it was because of the team. I think if your team had the best record, you was going to win the MVP. I don't know what's going on now because, to me, Jokic shouldn't have won it this year. I'm just yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a huge Philly fan. You know, me and Twiz, we got a little group chat. We we intertwine in and we talk about sports all the time. But, you know, I don't know. But Jokic shouldn't have won the uh, MVP to me. To me, it was uh, NBA, but that's, you know, besides the point. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. During that time in the NBA, if you had the best record, your team was going to uh, – Who, if you had the best record and you had an elite player on the team and he was showing out, you're going to win the MVP. And I think everything was done correctly that year. I don't think it was done wrong. I don't think Le- LeBron got cheated. I mean, it was kind of like – it's like you went from the Cavs and you went to the Heat and you had two all-stars at the time and future Hall of Famers and – you know what I mean? 
and you had you had all that, but you had a a, a worse record than the Bulls. You Not had more. Hey, you know every, every dollar counts. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had a, <laughs> you had a less. You had more impactful players on the Heat than the Bulls. And you know what I mean. Yeah, even defensively, because mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade at that time, I think he was still a good defensive player, you know. And oh. Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh wasn't shabby, you know. People have thrown salt in his name for years, but give me Chris Bosh and the Bulls during that time yesterday, you know what I mean? I'd be just fine. I wanted Chris Bosh over um, Carlos Boozer, so you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have more impactful players on the Heat than the Bulls. And we basically use our team unit and we outshined y'all that year and in the regular season because we was whooping y'all ass. So and that matters too. When it, it came down to them primetime games, when we played y'all, we was giving it to y'all. And I, I vividly remember that one game in Miami when Rose got on the fast break. And he was running down, driven with his left, bumped off Dwayne with his right, went up on the right, brought it back to the left. LeBron swung for the block, missed it, and, Le- and, and Rose laid it up. LeBron went on the sideline crying, and Rose over there celebrating. And Rose don't even celebrate. So, and that was on ABC. And I remember that game. So, we beat y'all in primetime games when everybody's watching. You know how it go. When everybody watching uh, around the world, we whooped y'all in prime time. We had better uh, record during the season. And we, ha- we we had a big jump from the previous year to the next year. I don't know, man. Like, I feel you because we, we can vibe on, hey, was LeBron kind of, you know, pushed back just because he went to the heat? I will give you that. He was. But you had the right man come in and do the right things to kind of just solidify everything. No, I agree. And I feel like that was part of the narrative thing. Derrick Rose mm-hmm. kind of came in. He was a young bull. And mm-hmm. I also feel like going back, not tying it back to LeBron, I feel like uh, there was a year, I don't remember what year it was, that LeBron, I think he was 21 at the time, we probably should have won it that year too, but I feel like they were not mm-hmm. going to give it to somebody that was that young. And so mm-hmm. I feel like the Rose was kind of a makeup for that too. And he was a perfect story. He was a kid, hometown team, drafted number one for his hometown team. And I feel like they needed a perfect story to supplant the reason not to give the award to LeBron. And like I said, this is not a knock against Rose because I feel like the case on its own, isolated, is a great case for MVP. But going back to the roster, right, <laughs> we're top heavy. The Heat are top, well, top heavy, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. But going back to the fact that Tibbs had that team very, very well structured for what he was trying to do, let me tell mm-hmm. y'all who who was the role players? Because we think about the role players for the Heat, but after the first year, like they had Ray Allen and Shane Betty, that was after the first year. This year we're talking about, they had Eric Dampier, Carlos Arroyo, Joel Anthony, Mike Miller, who only played 41 games that year and was injured. So he really didn't have an effect. He, I think he only averaged like five points. Jamal McGlure, McGlure during his end of his, he was essentially ineffective. <laughs> After the Dexter Hornets. Pittman, James Jones, and Jawan Howard. Those were our role players. So the firehouse or firepower shooting that we had the, the latter three years of that heat run, we had that in first year. So after that top t- top tier starting, mm-hmm. 
we didn't have much on that bitch to come in and alleviate heat when he went when LeBron when he went on the bench. Mm-hmm. Because the interesting thing about it is when LeBron sat out, the heat opponents actually scored the heat by nine points. When Derrick Rose set out, his team outscored the opponent by 51 points. So mm-hmm. we can talk about who, who his um, supporting cast was, but his supporting cast outscored their opponents by 51 points when they're on a bench. Yet the Heat mm-hmm. somehow couldn't muster much. With um, In fact, they were in a deficit when LeBron was on the bench. And you made a point about the prior uh, MVP award winners. Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. when he won, I believe, the Pacers had the best record that year. Um, but I think going back in there that Kevin also wanted that he had a great year you should have won um, it the but, year before too in my opinion you said say that one more time the year prior he should have won also in my opinion yeah I think yeah, yeah. and that's one thing that I, I don't like about MVP awards so I feel like they do make a calls yep. uh, oh, yeah. and I, I don't like that and I think also for Kevin Garner because the Timberwolves had struggled for so long and never could get over that hump because they finally had a I think I think number one record in the east I mean in the west mm-hmm. first or second somewhere around there I feel like they feel like oh yeah we gotta give it to Kevin but going back to uh, the, the the Heat and the Bulls, the Bulls were 62 and 20, the Heat were 58 and 24. Now, if you remember, the Heat started at season eight and seven. Everybody was hyped, like, ah, look at this team, that. they suck. They start eight and seven. But of course, that's chemistry. This team was never together. So, really, if, if, if we take that eight and seven into context, the Heat might have had a better record with the Bulls. Now, I'm not going to, we can't play if, if what if games because the record was what the record was. However, mm. at eight and seven, Played a big role as to why we only fell behind four games behind y'all um, in the East. So I just feel like the Bulls, that defense was tenacious. The Tibbs and LeBron. One thing about LeBron, it's not just that year in general. He defends all five positions. That year, if you watch the Heat games, he defended all five positions. And anytime there were games, I don't, you know, my memory is not as clear as 12 years ago. Um, <laughs> and games where the heat were falling behind or they were struggling against a particular team, whoever the player was that was shining that game, Spo put LeBron on that player to defend him every single game that the heat struggled. So that also speaks to his MVP case. Rose was not, Rose defended away from the basket. He, he had no business in that basket. He said it was in that basket. He was like, listen, I ain't got mm-hmm. none of my business. He out of the basket. He defended away from the basket. And Rose has never been anybody's Stellar defensive player. He he's not yeah. no slouch, but he ain't like I'm gonna take your best player one on one, and we're gonna mm. go at it. That's not Rose's game, and that was definitely not his game that season because again, it was Tibbs' system. He had a great defensive system where it was big on rotation and pick and roll and defending all of that stuff. So LeBron having to take on whoever was on fire that night, even though he had two other superstars with Dwayne Wade always being a great defender another case for him winning MVP. So I just feel like at the end of the day, Rose got his MVP. I know hate Rose. <laughs> but that narrative, I feel like he, uh, LeBron was fighting uphill battle. Like, no matter what he did, I feel like the only way LeBron would have won MVP that year where they would have had no choice but to give it to him was if Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch went down. And it was just LeBron and his the rest of the support. Or the best cast. record. And, and, or, or y'all would have had to have the best record. And let, let, let me chime in. Like, you know, also, we go back to 2011. You know what I'm saying? Rose was like, 
he was like, you know, I don't want to say the first, but he was like the first electric uh, athletic point guard we had seen. You know, now they all over the place. You know, Russell Westbrook, you know what I'm saying? Um, ja. Ja, yeah, yeah, Ja Morant, you know, you know, who gets a lot of comparisons to Derrick Rose, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, and all of these, a lot of these new cats. But Rose was like the first one of that kind in that era, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like the media and basketball fans was like in awe. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he was a fun watch. He was a fun watch yeah. every single game. I, 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 he was a fun watch. I, I, I still think about Derrick Rose and what could have been. Like every time I think about Derrick Rose, I'm like, man, what could have been if he was yeah. able to stay healthy? But healthy. Yeah. it was really all downhill at the end season. It was just like he got injured and everything went down. Yeah, know? and it's like but, we'll never know like what he could have been. It's we'll crazy. Like I had actually, I looked up uh, on my Facebook memories. Um, so I looked up on my Facebook memories and on, oops, I lost it. But anyway, yeah, April 18th, 2012 on Facebook, I posted, will Derrick Rose win another MVP in his career? Obviously, this is before the unfortunate happened. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, we'll never even know the answer to that. Like, if he remained mm-hmm. healthy, we would never know what he could have done and what type of damage he could have done to the league. You know, yeah, and and why are we talking about? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that. Um, the more I kind of look at it, is that huge Derrick Rose fan, but the way he was playing, like how he contorted his body and the dunks and all that, it was just probably bound to happen at least once. You know what I mean? At least once. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think that's, that's the same concern I have for John Morant too. Yeah, like, but having three of them because he tore his meniscus twice and ACL once, that's a lot, you know. <laughs> so that's a lot. But like, you know, just responding you to it, like, you know, we'll never know what what would have happened if he never got hurt. Um, I don't know because a lot of things would have changed because the way he plays now, he plays like a smarter person. Yeah, he's much smarter. Yeah, he's much smarter now. Yeah. Would he have been doing that now? if he had tore his ACL then. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's another one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook, he has not changed his game oh, to this day. I know we talk about Russ <laughs> and say he's, you know, OC and, his, you know. His game whatever. Like, is not up there at all. Yeah. Even Rose, but, even Rose back then had a higher mm, game IQ. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Yeah. He, he always was smarter on the court and you can see it because there's no reason Russ should be as bad as he is. But you know, that's another story for another day. But, and I was going to say also uh, in terms of um, the heat had a new roster you spoke about. So it wasn't that developed as the bulls. Remember that bulls roster was new. That was a new roster. So Keith Bogans and Carlos and um, Ronnie Brewer and, CJ Watson, all them Omar Sheik. There was all new players on the team. <laughs> so, you know, we just had a better developed everything around Rose and, you know, and uh, Noah because we had more money to play with. Y'all topped out. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. They all got 120, 110, and 110. So after that, it was all minimum deals for y'all. So, you know, that's on y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and my ass, that year, LeBron finished ninth in the Defensive Player of the Year award. 
Mm. <laughs> another another notch on his belt. Derrick Rose ain't getting not one vote for this one for He never won. Not one. <laughs> and while we on the subject of roster, mm. two years after Derrick Rose won MVP, he he missed that season. The season after and the season after that. That the two years after that, the Bulls went. They won 50 plus games and made it to the second round without their rules, which is pretty much the same roster with minus take a take a take a take a add a few. Of course they had Jimmy Butler. That was a young Jimmy. I think Jimmy was probably mm. his second year. And now look where uh, Jimmy at. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. So that roster was not as it was not sloppy because they went not they didn't just make it to the top and get back to the first round. They made it to the second round. And of course, mm-hmm. they lost to the Heat. You know, RIP to y'all again. Uh, but <laughs> that wasn't a, that roster. Uh, or let me say, Tibbs made that roster work. Um, he definitely did. Better than, better than the roster should have back in the day. That yeah. against might be a knock against Derrick Rose because is was it him or was it him and the system? Of course, it was him. I'm not gonna take no. He was an All Star, yeah, great yeah. player. I get what you saying. But yeah. a big part of his success was. How it was structured. Slow, that was his first year, man. That dude had, had over here a bomb bumping his shoulders. Brian liked the dude when he first got, got here. He had, yeah. Slow had to deal with a lot that first year. There was a lot of structure that really probably wasn't there um, mm-hmm. that first year when the Heat uh, were playing. So I'm not going to lie. When I, when I knew that Rose was going to get it, I was so mad. <laughs> I was in you college. I, I think I was 20. 20. I think I was 20, 20. I was 19. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I know Derrick Rose going to get it. I like Derrick, but LeBron's going to win the MVP. And it's not even me being a LeBron fan because I'm actually not in LeBron fan. I love LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan, not a stan. I can't stand LeBron fans. Can't stand Kobe fans. Really can't stand Michael Jordan fans either. But Dang. I love all people. You're I like, no fans. I don't <laughs> like stands. They get on my neck. Because stands, when you talk with fans, they act like they they on the player's payroll. Yeah, like, they you do. could be they like, do. you know, Kobe. You could be like, Kobe was a, a, high, a volume shooter. Oh, no. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have like a realistic stand. That's yeah, all. Like, I, I feel like, like I I'm a realistic stand. I love all three of them. I just feel like, just like Derrick Rose, he was he for the first part of his career before the injury, he was he relied so much on his athleticism that I feel like the rest of his game didn't get a chance to develop until he had no choice. Because once exactly. his athleticism went gave out on him, he had to develop shooting, you know, placement on the court, even get him a little better on defense because he couldn't jump like that no more. So let me ask you this. Um, all right, so let's just say in an alternate universe, um, Braun stayed in Cleveland, or if he did go to Miami and, you know, it wasn't this outrage, like say if he didn't do the decision and all that. Like say, basically, let's just say the media didn't hate him in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he still had the same stats, blah, blah, blah. Rose did too. Do you think um, he still wouldn't have got it because of voter fatigue? Because you mentioned Jordan, right? Yes, we could talk about Jordan. Had like at least ten MVPs. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about Jordan. Like Jordan, Jordan could have won MVP almost every year. There was this one year I think Carl Malone won twice, but the first time Carl Malone won, I said, "I just what?" That's the yeah. Michael Jordan should have won like ten. Yeah, so like you think that could have been the case with LeBron too? So it's like you think it was probably like voter fatigue. Like they was like, "All right, you know, we just tired." Giving it to him. Yeah, I think I think aside from the the media hate, I think also voter fatigue because remember he won it two years before that, 
Right. And then he won the two years after that. So that would be five in a row. They're not about to do that. And that's why, I mean, this is not the debate now. This is something bigger than the debate where who, who, every voter has a different criteria. So how are we really getting to what the MVP actually is uh, based on what you think the MVP should be? And so I don't think it should be the best team on the best the best player on the best team, because then that speaks to that you have the best team around you. So you shouldn't be MVP. But sometimes the best player on the best team is, is the best team because he's the best player. <laughs> so it's like what, you know what I'm saying? Depending on the team structure, it might be, it's not that the team is the greatest, it's just that player is so dominant that they have the best record. But sometimes, like this year, I love Devin Booker. But Chris Paul is a big part as to why they had the best record. So if you were to be, say, if you were to say best player on the best team, then that argument would go for Devin Booker, but I don't think Devin Booker is the sole reason, is the driving force as to why the Suns had the best record yeah, this year. That's true. And so voter fatigue for sure, I know, is a part of it. And I'll say this. If um, if LeBron didn't leave Cleveland, he probably would have won it that year. And I'm going to tell you why. is because Wade and Bosh was coming to Chicago. Mm. Yeah. And Carmelo, so, was Carmelo mm. considering that too? It was a whole thing with that. That was later. That was like two oh, years yeah, later. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because yeah, that was after Rose had, um, I think, his ACL or meniscus surgery. Mm-hmm. And they was trying to get him to recruit, and Rose didn't want to recruit. Um, yeah, so LeBron probably would have won it that year because uh, Wade and Bosch were coming. And it probably would have been, like, reverse, maybe. Oh, me and Tom would have been friends no more. If Wade left for Chicago, <laughs> that would have been Because when Wade... <laughs> When Wade played for Chicago later on, he was washed. I, you know, he, he had was. to do his little hometown round and come back. I was cool with that. But yeah. in 2009, 2010, if Wade left, for, oh, I would have, man, me and Tom have been done. I would have blocked him on should... my phone. <laughs> I would have blocked him on Facebook. I would have blocked him on Twitter at the time. Man, it would have been a wrap. And oh, Wade finally no came. Rat. He finally came when he was over the hill. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's why they care then when he left. I was like, I, you know, he got to do his little home. He got to get the location of hometown. I understand. Do what you got to do. But that year, if he left, oh, I would have done it. Again. The same way, the same vitriol I feel about them losing the finals that year, because I'm still, still not over there. Every time I see the Mavericks, the other, in December, I went to a Mavericks game. My cousin took me to a Mavericks game. And mm. I walked inside that arena and I saw those pictures in 2011. I was just like, oh, man, they love that championship out here. <sighs> I'm trying to tell you. I can't get over it. Like, that's the one thing in terms of my sports memories that I just, I have a hard, it's that one. And I went to the University of Pittsburgh, as you can see. And we went to the Elite Eight my freshman year. And we had this dude named Scotty Reynolds on Villanova who made like a running layup last second and pit loss. That, that was the last thing we had the Vance Fields. Yes. And that was our year to win the title. Mm. And Scotty Reynolds from Villanova made that running layup at the buzzer, and that was it. That was all she wrote. So those two moments, 2011 with the Heat, and that moment really ring at me. But so if Wade had left for Chicago, that would have been that would have been on that. List. He should have been a Bulls anyway. Uh, member of the Bulls anyway, because um, the, uh, the year he got drafted, we was gonna pick him, but then y'all grabbed him when y'all y'all shouldn't have picked him anyway because y'all already had Karan Butler. Who did Kirk that year? Yes, Captain yeah. Kirk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Kirk in Chicago. I mean, I'm okay with Kirk, but I mean, Kirk, Dwayne. <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirk Hyde was a fan favorite in Chicago. Man, I was pissed because I was like, they got Karan Butler. They don't need Dwayne Wade. Do y'all pick? I'm like, what the? 
like they have way playing point sometimes. Like he's not a fucking yeah. Point that guard. first year he was point. He was playing. Point. Yeah, like I was so pissed, but you know, whatever. You know, let things go. You know, but. so like um a couple years ago, I mean years ago, a couple years after this season that we're talking mm-hmm. about, um obviously the Bulls and the Heat met again. No, no, it was the Cavs. I'm sorry. So the Bulls and LeBron met again in 2015. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. um, and you know the series when Rose hit the game winner and the Bulls went up two one. Um. Mm. I feel like if it was ever a time that we could have beat them, it was. I feel like we would have beat the Heat in 2012 had we met, but that's a whole other story. Revisionist history. Yeah. But 2015, what went wrong that year, Greg? Oh, uh, man. So that was a year that Rose tore his meniscus that year hmm. um, hey. against uh, the second time. And he, he got the surgery where he came back. Where they um, I think they shaved it down. They didn't try to reattach it because the first time when he toured in Portland, they reattached it. This time they shaved it down. Then he came back um, earlier, so he came back in like two months. Um, so that was Jimmy team that year in a way, basically. Uh, it just wasn't no rhythm that year, and there was a lot of things going on. Uh, when we Wasn't that the year that they just had Jimmy and and Derek weren't getting along? Man, they, they were saying they were not getting along for years. They were saying that, but the funny thing about it is they were, like, best friends, and they always talk. And, like, Derek put Jimmy on a lot of stuff with the game when it comes to the league. He he was, like, at that time when he was a rookie, he was giving them money. You know, he was hooking them up. Rose looked out for him. So I don't think they never really had the beef. The beef was Joe Kim and um, Jimmy. Mm, mm. And maybe, and maybe uh, some of the That makes sense because Joe Kim, Jimmy. now, that dude, there. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was those ones that really didn't. Yeah, Joe's very outspoken. Like Joe's he, very. He's quiet. one of those players that you love when your team and hate on the opponent's team. Facts, because like as y'all know, as y'all know, I'm an Ohio State fan. I grew up a Florida Gators fan, so I love them. That's the, the back to back and, and that's what I'm oh, saying. That was my favorite run. That's what I'm saying. Like when Ohio State lost to them, I was so damn mad. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then the Bulls dropped <laughs> them. I'm like, okay, well we we got them, but you know. Like you said, uh, no, she's definitely that player that like you would love to have him on your team, but you would hate to play mm-hmm. against. Kind of like a Rodman and a Draymond, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you would love yeah. to have them as teammates, but you don't want to really play. Right. Against them. You don't want to play and, against them. And, you he know, was a pest, and his defense was elite. And I tell you, had the long, lanky arms. <laughs> I tell people all the time, Joe ain't say not one lie when he said what he said about Cleveland. I'm just gonna be real. Yeah, he's saying not one lie, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's like I be trolling people on social media. I'm like, I mean, he told the truth, you know, like you never heard nobody say you want to go to Cleveland for vacation. You never heard that. People go to Miami, people go to you ain't never heard nobody say they want to go to Cleveland. Yeah, people love Chicago, they complain about the cold, but they love I love Chicago, man. Looking for the cold, I'll be Chicago often, man. That cold, how vicious is that stuff? But even the cold ain't that bad. I mean, as a visitor. You know, if you come in and out, you know what I mean? But living there and dealing with that cold, I mean, you get used to it, though. It, it really ain't nothing. It's second nature. Mm. You ain't going to like it, but it, you get used to okay. it. So, so that year, what was that, 2015? I'm sorry, uh, That was 2015. That was 2015. What? Yeah. I think I lost 4-2, but what happened? Did Derrick Rose get injured? I can't remember. Did he get injured? Get that, injured. that series? No, nah, not that no. series, no. Nah. He was healthy. So, oh. what? so, you know, we hit that game winner, right? And I think we went up 2-1. And um, we went up 2-1. And then the next game, uh, LeBron hit that shot in the corner over Jimmy Butler, which it shouldn't have happened uh, because I think the other coach called the timeout. Yeah. And they didn't have any timeouts, so it should have been a, a, a technical foul. But the refs didn't see it. 
So uh, we didn't get the call. He hit the game when it went up 2-2. And then um, the Cavs won the next game. And then in game six, we just laid down. We just we were we were done. We we literally I remember that game. I remember so vividly. We laid down and they whooped our ass in game six. Yeah, and that was it, man. It was over. And then Rose he got, got rid of uh, Rose, what, that offseason? Yeah, um, he got traded. Yep. And then that was it. That was the end of the era. Um, that was the end of the Bulls era. Yeah. Man, yeah, y'all were Joe can't sign with the Knicks. I said thing I can't get I, I'm not over. Y'all letting us let not let not letting us get that consecutive win streak. Oh that, yeah. that's another thing, man. What's that Lucas? What's that Lucas going off that game or uh, Nate Robinson? One somebody was going off that game. I said, man, y'all could let us get we were almost there. We had 28. I said, look at these pesky bulls always trying Dude, to ruin something they, they can't win it. They can't win it all, so they gotta do it during the regular season. Super pesky. But you would like beat y'all what four and zero in the in the MVP season. We beat y'all what four and zero, four and zero in the regular season. Um, yeah, you know, we swept y'all. You know, went crazy. You know, because um, mm-hmm. y'all in the first game, y'all clicked at the right time. Uh, That's what matters. Yeah, you know, but you know, it's just. And then I guess it fell apart again in the finals. Um, oh, LeBron, that was his. Oh, I don't know. He, he, I don't know what happened, where he was at during the finals. That man averaged what, 11? Yeah, uh, that's 11 one of the things. That's one of those things where when people try to do the LeBron versus Michael thing, I said, and I'm not one of the people who said Michael would never lose because I feel like sometimes people romanticize Michael, act like he came into the league and won every championship every year. But <laughs> The way he showed up in the final of the 2011, I said, you can't put, you can't, you can't have that on your resume and be the great. Like, I just, that's all I'm saying. And look, look, just as a side note, thank you. Like, you know, this is about Derrick Rose, this episode, but LeBron James, we have never seen anybody like that as far as a physical specimen. And we probably mm-hmm. won't ever again. Oh yeah. He's not like, regular. The, the, the consistency of greatness and performance that this man has done. We're never going to see something like this in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. Personally, just to piggyback off what Mush said, it's like you play the game to win. You play the game to win. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like you play the game to win. Like stats, all that. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And kind of like how y'all open up the episode about how the MVP debate is real nuanced because it's like, okay, is it the best record? Is it this the best most points? Blah blah blah. It's the same thing with the GOAT, in my opinion. So you can't really discard one thing. Everything matters. But I think what carries the heaviest weight is winning and how you Mm -hmm. perform on the highest stage. And to me, you just can't be the GOAT if you're not, number one, over 500 when it matters. And like you said, like, with stats like that, like... yeah. Now, I think it's hella impressive that this man has made it to 10 finals. That's hella impressive. Yeah, that's crazy. It's really hard to make it to the finals. That's more finals than the entire Bulls franchise. (laughs) I think that one 2011 final just really is a stain on his record. It was embarrassing. It's not just that they lost, because for me, it's not necessarily that they lost. It's the way he did not show up. I mean, it was so blatantly obvious that the moment was big for him, that mm-hmm. combining all that was happening, the narrative, everybody hating him, the pressure of everybody expecting them, y'all better win or this is going to be a flop. You could tell it got to him. And so... When I think I don't know if they, they had one game two or game three. I think they went up when they went up two one and they had that press conference and they waved and they were at the hella cocky. I said, "Oh, yeah. 
Y'all, <laughs> y'all it. And I think I, the story goes, I think they were talking hella trash and Dirk Whiskey heard them yep. or something like that. I was like, oh gosh, yeah. We don't, we, if, because even though we're up to one, we hadn't been dominating. Right. So I was like, chill out. <laughs> like, chill out. I haven't been dominating this series for y'all to be talking all this trash. So I just knew every game just felt like a struggle, even the games that they won. It was just mm. like, they were laughing, you know, struggling to the finish line every time. And I was just like, this ain't, this ain't good. So did, did they put JJ Barrera on them? It was on them. JJ Barrera, G? Oh. That man. was another pesky dude. I could have, oh, he was so pesky. He was a hack. But. <laughs> that that year, I just I can never get over that year. I can never get over. That's why I the MVP though still should be LeBron. I still feel like at the end of the day, so I can't him not winning still bothers me more because I can't think about the MVP. If he if he had won, I would have been like, okay, whatever. He didn't win MVP, but he won. But he didn't win. I was like, so that I bothers got, me more. I got two questions. Um, mm-hmm. The first question is: Will LeBron get another ring? Man, as it stands right now, just as the things are right now, I'm gonna say no. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say, but I, I want to say yeah though. But I think everything kind of falls on uh, Anthony Davis in a way. To be honest, that, that that's another one there. That that man, so much talent. <laughs> That's a hurt stay on the court. Street clothes. That's what Barkley call them. Right, right. Uh, I, it's hard to tell. Like, I I think as uh, Greg said, as presently constructed, I don't think so. But the way the NBA moves now, things change so quickly. It's not like you see one team and you're like, okay, this is how they're going to be constructed for the first foreseeable future. It's going to be a team that's 21 and 61. And next year they get, all of a sudden these trades happen and all of a sudden they're title favorites. So you never know what end of the Lakers. People are always gonna want to go there. So I don't know what they're gonna do with this roster, but with Russell, I, Russell, LeBron, and Anthony, I don't think I would, I'm actually interested to see how they're gonna run it. Like what this team would look like, healthy. I just want to see what they would look like. But I don't think they would win a title because there's just too much competition now. We got all these up and comers. Yep. But you know what? Them them three. I think I would love to see them run it back. Personally, just as a you know, just an observer watching. Yeah, just as a fan, right, right. Because I don't know, but I think a lot of it hinges on, you know, uh, of course, Andy Davis saying healthy and Russell. Change your game, change how you do things, and get it. Just get a little jump shot because you kind of like Giannis right now. You know what I'm saying? You still ain't got a jump shot, but you're older than Giannis. You should have a a jump shot, but. I don't know. I, I would love to see it happen, but so much went wrong, wrong with them this year. I they didn't even make the playing game. The thing is, Russ hides himself on being a contrarian. So the more mm. people say you should do this, I'm like, nah, I'm Russ. I'll do, I'll do what I want to do. And so I feel like he is so wired to be who he is, which has gotten him this far. Mm. I don't see him changing his game to fit mm. any system yeah. or anything like that. I just don't see him doing that. I just see him feeling like I'm Russ. This is how I became the future house him <laughs> that I am. I'm not about to yeah. change because y'all say I should change. I don't know basketball. Uh, you know, it gets, that's one thing I can't say about athletes. Yeah. They, it's, it, the, the sensitivity for me, I, I, I feel like they do something, they fail at something, and you say, hey, they failed. And they be like, oh, I see the media's hating. 
I'm like, what? what you want to say? You love that y'all fail. Like, how is the media hating on something when it's in our faces that y'all ain't do well? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how LeBron, I don't know if LeBron is, because I, I feel like LeBron is also at peace with if he Damn doesn't right, win another yeah. title. Yeah, I don't feel like he's like, oh man, I need to win another title. I don't think he's there anymore. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, his focus is playing. Play. His focus is breaking his uh, record and, and um, playing play with, with his, his son. son. That's his focus. <laughs> at this think point. about it. He did all his bucket list stuff. When you think about it, yeah, play he with got a ring. Yep, he got a ring. He got a ring for his hometown. Then he went to L.A. Where Kobe was at with Magic, all them, and got a ring there too. With an asterisk. But I feel like I feel like yeah, the way right. he won the ring in LA, because it happened during COVID and so the city didn't get to celebrate it, they don't they don't put as much weight on that ring as all the other LA Lakers Because they, it was a bubble and they didn't get to celebrate. It wasn't like you there was LA with a parade and nothing because the fans didn't get to really enjoy there was nobody in the arena. Mm-hmm. Like imagine him having won that in Staples Center or whatever it's called now, Crypto Arena, whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, it's <laughs> Uh, what would they say? My mama called your mama's name just staples. I'm calling Yeah, 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 for real. <laughs> That's but, a good point, though. They probably don't put that much weight on it. Yeah, and you know, down. people who love Kobe, they gonna stand down by Kobe. They were like, LeBron. I don't care. LeBron went five titles. Like this is Kobe's house. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, that's me. You that's me. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Talk about LeBron because everyone be talking about is LeBron better than Mike? Fuck, is LeBron better than Kobe? What are we talking about? Oh, I think. <laughs> Okay. Um, Also, I gotta, you know, this is a whole nother episode, but is LeBron even the greatest of this era? Because Steph Curry might have something to say. What are we defining as the era? Like, what years? Good point. Because I think think they're two different eras. I think two different eras, too. So I don't Uh, think, I I, I don't know, would you even say Kevin Durant and LeBron in the same era? Because one is like four or five years older than the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So okay. That's a good point. Just something to think about. So so my second uh, big question was um we kind of touched on it earlier, but let's just, you know, in a alternate universe, um if Derrick Rose never got hurt, no ACL tears, none of that, how do y'all see his career right now? Like assuming he had never got hurt, assuming he still was going strong, just you know, just throw out some hypotheticals. I'll start with you, Gregory. Call Chris Paul with more athleticism. Mm-hmm. He'd be Chris Paul with more athleticism mm-hmm. because um he's still athletic now. Like I still watch, I watch Derek like religiously still. Like I got the NBA package, so I watch Knicks games. I'm I'm like a quasi Knicks fan, and when he was with the Pistons, I was like a quasi Pistons fan. So mm-hmm. where he go, I'm watching. Um, but I think he would be Chris Paul with more athleticism because um his pick and roll game is like elite. Uh, do pick and roll play with him he's he's either gonna get the bucket or he's gonna make the right pass his three-point shooting has come a long way a long way he ain't Steph Curry but you don't want to keep leaving him open because he will knock it down and he still will break down the defense at will whenever he wants to and I think a lot of times people be uh, surprised that he he get up there and will dunk he just chooses not to dunk (laughs) he he makes a conscious effort to not Dunk, and I'm telling you this because I know I've seen clips. It's like I'm telling you, he. I ain't saying he back in the day, Drogic and Yam on you with two hands, but you know, on a good day, if he want to jump up there, which he gonna get with you. 
But I would say on Chris Paul, more athleticism, I think he would have won possibly another MVP, possibly. And it would have came after the year he won it, it would have came at least within those next two years. Then after that, I don't think he would have won an MVP. And I think he would have went down as probably top five point guards of all time mm. if he didn't get hurt, mm. if he didn't get hurt. Because the way people talk about Russ and the reverence that he has, yeah. I feel like that, that was, was Derek Rose. Yeah. yeah, that was D. Rose with a better IQ, a better floor game, and just as a better teammate, you know. I don't know Russ personally, obviously, but, I mean, teammate-wise, I think people get along with Derek better than Russ. And what's weird is Derek is like the OG. You know, like I said, I'm real deep into Rose. A lot of these players, they look up to Rose. Yeah, yeah. They ain't looking up to Russ like that. They look up to Rose, and that's what they still look look up to. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. I I was going to say a much better version of Russell Westbrook because I think that their games are similar, but there was better team success with Derek because the height, the climax of Russell Westbrook's success team-wise came with Kevin Durant. Yeah. After that, he made it to the playoffs, but he's never had playoff success without Kevin nothing. He did not. Derrick Rose was having was climbing that mountain because he made it to the second round finals, lost to the Heat, made it to the second round. So I feel like if he had kept that momentum, hadn't got injured, and made his game better, and obviously if he had stayed on that path, on that rise, they would have gotten him better players. He would have had. Imagine Jimmy developing because Jimmy's a primary primary a playmaker. Jimmy gets buckets when yeah. he feels like he got to get buckets, but Jimmy loves to playmake. <laughs> so if he had Jimmy with Derrick, and assuming they got him another, you know great piece or good enough piece or oh, I feel like they're would have made noise championship wise and just all time wise and I, that's what bothers me it's him and Grant Hill like those Ooh. two really bother me because Grant Hill man Grant Hill was LeBron before LeBron in terms of yeah. legit could do everything mm-hmm. that, that was those so with him and uh Derrick Rose man I always think man we we were deprived of just years of greatness uh, what year did Russell come into the league? Was he before Derek came in 08? Russell, when did Russell come? I believe. No, no, no. Same, 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 same draft. Same draft. Same, 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 same year. draft. Same right? year. I, was about to say, I feel like it was 08. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he came the year after Kevin. It was a year yeah. after Kevin. Yeah, yeah. So he was. Because they met in the Derrick final four. They met in the final four. Yeah. Right? It was Derek went one and Russell Wesley went, went four. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of yeah. Derek, I was really hoping that Derek was going to fall to Miami because we were two that year. We got my oh. I know y'all did. I know y'all did. Yeah, Beasley. And I love Beasley, but Beasley just, he had too much going on off the court. Yeah, so he could never get his mind right to play right because he had the skills. He just mentally he wasn't the there. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's, like, does. it's like, man, yeah, only, you know, and, and that's why I say it's just like, uh, I, I don't like watching Rose's highlights because it makes me sad because it's, like, <laughs> right, 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 right. it's, it's, it's just very limited and it's just like we'll never know like you know with all the comparisons we get to John Moran and all of that like you know we'll we'll just never know like what could have been you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you know it's just because he was he was there he was he was up next there was, was oh, definitely he and was he was next. box office in a way that was just different because Dude. he wasn't, he was very unassuming. He wasn't like, I love the spotlight. Cause that man had legit social anxiety. You could tell he was like, I don't want all this. Like, I don't like all this attention. 
Um, so he was so unassuming. He was really cool. And I feel like he he would have drawn a lot of fans that probably don't are not NBA fans because he never got a chance to develop into who he could have been. He still did, though. That's the thing about it. Those still core fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're probably saying, like, you know, even more. But yeah, those yeah, yeah. Core, yeah, those core fans, and they, man, it's like kind of like a, uh, a urban legend. Oh, yeah, we remember. Like, we remember what, what it was. So those fans are still there. And I'll tell you all this, too. The closest Derrick Rose that you were probably, that you've ever seen as close to that MVP year was the first year with the Knicks. Yeah. That was that yeah. was the closest you have seen to that Rose because that was, um, you know, ACL came back, you know, got traded, so he was pissed off, and he came out like he was he was playing his ass off that year. That was the closest you ever seen. And to that, that, time, that, that that game, I think he was with the Wolves when he scored. What was it? Fifty two. That was with the with the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, with the Timberwolves. Yeah, he's called fifth. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know the the Derrick Rose story is a great. It's a. It's a. I ain't gonna say great. It's a. It's a conflicted story of lows, a lot of highs. You know, just starting from where he came from, high school, college, to the NBA, then uh, injuries and come down. He get that fifty point game. He crying in the post game because you just know it was like all coming out of him, like. <sighs> like I finally got a chance to show y'all that I can still hoop up until the point now where he's still getting paid great money. Yeah, because he still got game. <laughs> even even in the playoffs last year with the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Who was who was running that team? It was him, it Juju. It was him. It, it was Rose. Yeah. He was tired as fuck, though, but it was him. He <laughs> <laughs> was tired, but I, I know my dude when I watch him. I know when he's tired. And it's like, tired. and it's like you know, see, like, even this episode and this topic, you know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't even be a topic had he never got hurt, right? Because this is all we can go off of. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's the most, and it's not his fault because you can't control injury. Like, like Mish mm-hmm. said, Grant Hill, you know what I'm saying? Penny, you know, he ain't hey, the only great that had got whose career was cut short because of injury, but Derrick mm-hmm. Rose was the most disrespected MVP because of his injury. Because this is all we can go off of. Like I know Nush ain't just, but you know, you look at the trolls and all of that. He's disrespected yeah. simply because of his injury. Like if he never got injured, this wouldn't even be really a topic. You I, know th- what I'm I think last year, last year, uh, there were. I think I don't know if one of these NBA Twitter accounts had tweeted highlights of his NBA his MVP season, and one of LeBron's friends retweeted it and posted he should never won it that year. I said, this is not, that's not the post. I agree, but that's not the post to put that under because that, that comes off very, ins- like, just not... you like it, a hater. I, yeah, like, why why use that? You can just post, tweet that if you want to, but I feel like using that post, I think the caption was like, man, and this was a, uh, there was a dog or something like that. Mm. To use that as the post to say he shouldn't have won it, I said, no, nah, I don't think, I feel like that was um, tacky. And <laughs> I feel like going back to the injuries, what bothered me? Remember that year? It was either the year after or that year where there was a narrative about he's come back. Okay, he's come back this playoff series. He's come back this playoff game. And it became a whole headline that every game is he going to come the back this game? Year. And it was the mm. pressure of like, he needs to come back. He needs to come back. And I'm like, why did that? And that's one of the things that even though people malign it about the NBA players now, 
they, if they're not ready, they're not coming back. They don't care who talks about them, who calls them soft, who calls them yeah. nothing. They're not coming back. And they're like, my body is my money maker. I'm not coming back. But back then, it was like, oh, man, you got pressure. You got to come back. But then when you deal with the injuries and the uh, fall off of your career, you got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So every time it was, oh, Derek is soft. Is, is he coming back game five? Is he coming back game six? Is he coming back next year? Is all he's soft. All he's soft. He's ready to play. Why he's not playing? How do you know he's ready to play? You you got the ACL tear? <laughs> like, uh, uh, a lot really has changed. bothered me that year. A lot has changed. Yeah. Now people can uh, sit out just because they want to. Shout out to Ben Simmons. Um, yeah. Oh, Ben Simmons now. He, but look. But even even look at how like John Morant got hurt, right? I mean, back in the day, they'd be like, "Man, you better get out there and at least try to hoop a little." Bit. Oh yeah, he would have been hearing already. Like, man, your your team is down three two. You gotta show up. Imagine if they win tomorrow night, right? And they go to game seven. Back then, it would have been like Johnny to come back Ooh. to game seven. Oh, Johnny to come back to game seven. If you don't come back, you don't care about winning. Yeah, and and but then... <laughs> now go ahead, Greg. And just to put this in in the in the pot too. Derrick Rose will mark this down. Derrick Rose will be a Hall of Famer. I know people like to say he, he'll be the only MVP that will never make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that shit. Will How happen. many All Stars does he have? Three. Yeah, it's a three. Four, three, something like that. I think it's three. I think it's three. He got three uh, All Star. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What people forget, and it's kind of like a little ace on my sleeve. The NBA Hall of Fame is not an NBA it's regular season. It's basketball. What he did at high school, college, which they wiped away from Memphis, because you know. Because Manu you know, is a Hall of Famer, and I, and I love Manu. Manu is my guy. Chris Mullen. But if Manu can make it to Hall of Fame, then Derek should be. Yeah, yeah, he should be in there, man. He, he, he needs to be in there, and like he's still hooping. You feel me? He's still hooping. Don't make it. You know what I'm saying? He I really hope that honestly that he gets on a team that's a contender and he can like really contribute and win a title. Like I really hope that happens. I'm gonna tell you about my boy. I'm gonna tell you about my boy. Right, He's go. all about comfort. He's all about comfort. So what I mean by that is every year since he's left the Bulls, he went to the Knicks because he was traded. He didn't, you know, he didn't have no choice in that. After that, he went to, uh, I think he went to Cleveland after that. Was Which it Detroit, he, Oh, I forgot he had that he, time in Cleveland. <laughs> he went to Cleveland first, and that was to win, right? Mm-hmm. He was very unhappy. All he did in the game was sit in the corner. Then he um, got uh, traded to the Jazz, and they waived him. Then he got picked up by Minnesota. He went to Minnesota because Tiss was there. Jimmy was there. Comfort. He stayed with Minnesota for some years. Comfort. He went to Detroit because his agent is cool with the owner. Comfort. After he left Detroit, he went back to New York. Who's in New York? Tada, Tibbs, Taj Gibson. Comfort. I want Rose to get a ring. I really do. But that man is all about comfort. If he goes <laughs> somewhere where he's comfortable. York. Yeah, it ain't um, happening in New York. It's not. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. But I don't know if he'll get a ring simply because the way his game is and the, the people he you know, um, that knows him and he has relationships with, they know how to, you know, work with him. And he's all about comfort. So I can never see him going to the Lakers. I can never see him going to Phoenix. Some places I just don't see him going. But, I mean, unless something changes. But, swear to God, I hope he do go somewhere he can win. Man. But I don't know. Because, like, I don't know like before injury, game. before injury, Rose was a winner, man. Like, Rose mm-hmm. was about winning, you know, and he was going to do whatever he could on that floor to win. And that's why, like, I look at, like, a lot of – I look at a lot of players now, and it's like they gonna score a bunch of points, but they ain't winners though. 
Like, mm-hmm. I okay, I ain't really trying to shade nobody, but I'm just going to keep it real. Kyrie Irving really wouldn't have a ring if it wasn't for LeBron. Well, look at what Kyrie did before and after LeBron. Mm-hmm. Look, but he yeah. hit that cut shot. He, he, he did. Take that away from me. Shout out to him. He did. But he was on that stage because LeBron. Yeah, true. But Twan yeah. never like Kyrie, boy. Every time I know Twan, he been calling that Kyrie. <laughs> like, He'll be winning nothing, man. Like, I, yeah, I, I can't agree with Kyrie. The Kyrie's a baller, man. I love watching Kyrie play. I love watching I, that man play. Them handles? Oh, when he so plays. Pretty. I love watching him play, man. When he plays. He's yeah, annoying he's, as heck. Oh, he's annoying. That whole, like, I'm smarting everybody in the world and I've reached the, the third stratosphere of life that nobody has reached yet. I, I can't stand that. <laughs> but, yeah. Man. His weirdo is shining. That's what's going on. His weirdo is out there. But um, yeah, I mean Kyrie for sure. I mean his game is like you can't deny his game, like you said. But like man, like he he don't win. He don't be winning nothing. And the way they went out this year against Boston was kind of it was it was kind of surprised. I still can't believe it, that it actually happened that way. Which I think gonna happen. I mean I I don't want to kind of derail the podcast on if you allow me. But do you, do you think which I think they're gonna do next year? Uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on Ben Simmons. So I mean, if if you're telling me I'm getting the Ben from two years ago, then you know you probably gonna have a pretty good defensive team possibly. But if you got like this Ben that's kind of like mm, I don't know, I'm going through some things, you know, warranted or not. And I'm scared to shoot a free throw. I'm scared to do this or do that. Then I don't know. I think it's just gonna be the same same thing over and over again for them. And I feel sad. Well, I don't, I don't have to feel sad, but Kevin Durant signed that contract extension. He didn't have to sign it, but he signed it. So I mean, he he he, you know. And you know, Kyrie gonna be up for a contract too in a year. And if I'm new, if, and if I'm Brooklyn, why would you sign Kyrie? Other than just to appease Kevin Durant, what's the point? Yeah, I yeah. would let Kyrie walk his ass up the door. Go. Go. <laughs> I'm just saying, go. not because I don't think he's good. I mean, just because it's a he ain't a winner. That's all. Unreli- unreliable. 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 Like I feel like Philly and Brooklyn lost that trade. They both lost. You know what's crazy? Yeah. Tuan, remember when that trade happened back in February? We were texting. We were like, "Oh man, the rest of the Eastern Conference just lost." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then look, look at <laughs> look at how it turned out. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. But who foresaw? You know, the thing, the the, the vision was Harden, Irving, and Durant. That was supposed to be the the thing, and then oh yeah, that broke up. And okay. I think what was it? They only played sixteen games together. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy as hell. That that's a crazy. fail. That is a fail. That's a then fail. It, man, Tuan, you didn't produce the 30th. I don't know who you got to get connect connect with. That you need to produce yeah. a documentary on that team. Cause, Cause look, right now as we speak, Miami about to put uh Philly out their misery. So we shout about out to your heat as we speak. We shout out to your heat. 17 in the fourth quarter. You know, they finna um go ahead and put them and out. And I was there. nervous when MB came back. I said, oh hell, we about Ooh, to get shit, they are 19. Yeah, they but, to go home. That's the thing about the heat, man. They 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 bought that life. You know, hit- who you depend again. I got one thing to say. Ooh. Shout out to Eric Spoelstra, the only coach to survive a LeBron era. <laughs> and that's part, that's part of the Heat culture. Yeah. Because remember, he won that man out of there that first year. He did. He, he was one. Eric, 
I was like, you don't run this team. <laughs> I run this team. Yeah. <laughs> you, you run all your other franchises, but we, you don't run the heat. And that's how that's how LeBron learned how to win. Because he's like, oh, snap. He thought he was going to go over there and tell Riley to fire yeah. people. Riley's going to be like, yes, sir. And Riley was like, oh, stop. That's the how that goes over here. Man. That's how that I like that. I, I like that in them, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like the late show needs some of that because they have disarray. Oh, yeah. Late show is terrible. The best franchise in the NBA is Golden State. And it's not even close. Best oh, franchise. They retooling because they retooling. They retooling. They develop their players. Um, they take care of their players. You know, I just found out Sean Livingston works in the front office now. You know, or like he's like some type of. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he got some position. That's another injury guy too. Him, Sean Livingston. Yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean Livingston, Peoria, Illinois. You know. Um, I think he was that same. Yeah, I think he was a LeBron draft too. Wasn't he? No, he was a year after. Yeah, after oh, yeah. Oh, he was the white. He was the white draft. He was with like all like I think that 04 draft broke a record for so many high school players that high school. Yeah, like yeah, White yeah. Howard, Sean Livingston. I think they didn't, bring that back. they didn't let these high school players come to the NBA. J.R. Smith, Josh Smith, all of them. So they answer the G League. Yeah. You know they love. I, I feel like game. it's unfair to be telling people when they're allowed to make money and something they're good at. You, how you gonna tell me when I'm allowed to make money? Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of understand the NFL to an extent because you don't want oh like, yeah because the physicality the yeah, physicality exactly. yeah. but like NBA baseball yeah come on man stop it like if I'm ready I'm ready can you imagine like if they force LeBron to go to college yeah that's crazy destroy. oh he it's all destroy. it's all for money you know how it go it's all for money and I think uh it's somebody had made a good point a, a minute ago they say LeBron actually probably did want to go to college but it wouldn't have made sense for him to so. I was, oh, you know, but that's why he like does a lot of college stuff, like gives to colleges and things like that. Cause like deep mm. down he wanted that experience. But you know, yeah. it wouldn't have made sense. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This uh this was good combo though. See, that's why I brought y'all together. Because like I need y'all <laughs> to, you know, go back and forth and jail it, you know, with the whole stats and stuff. Um oh, yeah. yeah so we walk include that LeBron should have won that year. That's what that's what we're at. Uh, no. I'm glad we're all on the same page. <laughs> Eric Rose, oh. Eric Rose uh, is the 2011 NBA Kia Sports MVP. And it was sponsored by Kia or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it was Kia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's and, and let good. it go down, too, that they always want to talk about the mama speech. It was Derek Rose that did it before Kevin Durant. So, I mean, oh. they always want to go to Kevin Durant's speech. Uh, Rose did it first. I, you know, I don't know. Everyone forgot I think the way he said it is why Durant became more memorable because he said, you're the real MVP. But yeah, Derrick Rose definitely, definitely uh, started that trend. Yeah, he started that shit. If you enjoyed this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on right now, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, etc., leave a five-star review and a comment. Let us know what you think. And don't forget to subscribe to our sister podcast, Mogul Motivation, from True Stories Media.